get that coffee of ruin. It is a beautiful Sunday morning here in downtown Saugatuck. This is Saugatuck on Sunday here at 92.7 The Van. And I want to thank you for joining us this morning as we broadcast live high above land sharks here in beautiful downtown Saugatuck. I'm Gregory Muncy, and we do this every Sunday, 7 to 9 a.m., waking up with you as we watch the sun come up over Butler Street. And it's absolutely a beautiful day today, this morning. Uh, yesterday's gorgeous weather offered leftovers this morning. And uh, and uh, it's just after 7 a.m. And it's a beautiful 68 degrees right now. It's going to go down just a little bit, but it's going to stay in the main 60s in the middle to lower 60s and then cool off tonight. Of course, we've got a little cool off this week. We got a little spoiled yesterday here in town and it was a buzz. People were in town having fun. It was just like summer. I said at one point I looked at my phone. It was high as 77 and, uh, and it was just absolutely a beautiful day. All of the pubs and the restaurants and stores were very busy. I stopped into American Spoon. A little shout out to Deb over there and said hi and they were busy. Lots of folks in there buying the delicious delicious fruit from Michigan and uh, and I made a little special treat for our guests and we'll talk about that in a minute but first I'd like to thank our sponsors for making this all possible the charming Saugatuck Rentals with three beautiful rentals here in the Saugatuck Douglas area they just redid the Mariner's Watch and it's beautiful renovations and uh, go check out go check out if you can get in because they're booking let me tell you um, uh, they're booking pretty pretty solid right now so you'll want to get your summer vacation in now wherever you're booking here in town. It gets busy quick here. We'd also like to thank the Interurban. That's your go-to to get to where you want to go to here in the Saugatuck Douglas area for only a dollar. They'll pick you up and drop you off anywhere here in the area. They just like bought just like buying a taxi or an Uber, you know, it's only a dollar though. And uh, you can call them at 269-857-1418. I'd like to thank Jean over there at Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop. We're, we're busy getting ready for Mother's Day. Mother's Day week is coming up and uh, we'll have the uh, Mother's Day market again uh, that week leading up to Mother's Day. So you'll want to follow Back to the Fuchsia on Facebook to find out, you know, when they're going to be getting all that ready. Um, also, of course, I'd like to thank Mill Pond Realty. Now is the time. Uh, I'm telling you, the market is is it's not stopping. Uh, interest rates have gone up, uh, but uh, that hasn't stopped uh, the buying power or the selling power, I should say, because uh, 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 these homes are are really uh, are selling here like hotcakes here. Sagatuck Douglas area. Of course, everybody wants to be here. Find out what your home is worth by calling Mill Pond Realty at 269-857-1477. Of course, you can always check out their listings at their website, millpondrealty.com. And of course, they're they're great in huge rental department. They've got about 70 beautiful homes here in the Saugatuck Douglas area that you can vacation to. So uh, again, you'll want to get your bookings in now. Also, I'd like to thank Shane Stockwell. He's our producer over there at the uh, the uh, studio. What, that's what you call it, a studio. There in Holland, he's queuing up everything for us there at the station. Make sure everything is right on time. And of course, um, I'd also like to thank you know, uh, I don't have a host today because we've got, I've got such a great guest lineup. I didn't think I'd have time to, for anybody to interrupt me. So I offered the seat to our wonderful sound man, CJ Hey Badgerack, and uh, decided. Oh, there's a, yeah. Uh.
Wow, you're really popular. Gregory, do I get to talk the whole two hours? <laughs> uh, yeah, settle down. Settle, I know you're excited. I got a lot to say. I, oh, I bet you do. And, um, uh, uh, and CJ, uh, he'll, be, he'll be in pitch hitting as my co-host uh, this morning. And uh, we've got a lot to talk about. We've got uh, on the show today, we've got Annie Brown, and she's running for the Michigan State Representative District 38. Um, that's the new district that was just created here on the uh, shoreline of uh, uh, southwest Michigan, going from Saugatuck all the way down to almost, the, I believe, the Indiana, the Indiana line, Indiana line yeah, I believe. Go how far north. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we had Kevin Whiteford on. He's also running for the 38th district. And so, yeah, here's, here's, here's one of his competition. Now, I was asking CJ, I was asking you before the show, that uh, I was wondering, you know, um, uh, how many people are running. Uh, for that, for that. Ask Andy. I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know offhand. Whereupon you brought up to me all the people running for the governor's seat. Ten Republicans. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Oh, that's quite a, quite a, a whole mix of people. A whole mix of people. I don't know who would want to be governor. But you've seen the <laughs> commercials. A, you've seen uh, the commercials. Yeah. Every other. Commercial yeah. Well, I don't know any governor that hasn't sat in the Michigan seat and gets lots of heck. Right. For everything they do, yeah, you can go down the road and all of them. Um, uh, anyway, not, not on Butler Street. We don't have road issues here anymore, do we? No, Butler Street. Yes, that's a good point. Bringing that up is that uh, uh, we all know here on the 300 block of Butler Street, they did some sewer work uh, last fall, and uh, they weren't able to asphalt the um, the the top layer. So we have been walking around in gravel and dirt here in our shops. They've been coming up to the studio here, little pieces of Butler Street, or we're finding it everywhere. And uh, finally came and uh, finished the road, and it's absolutely beautiful. So a, a big uh, uh, hands for the city for because uh, it's a lot earlier. It's a lot earlier than I thought it was going to be. I agree. I, th I didn't know they were going to be able to do it before May. Right, correct. So I guess there's a thing about asphalt. You can't, that like they stopped making it in the wintertime. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. And so um, so we're happy to have Absolutely. Butler Street, beautifully paved Butler Street. And I, uh, I don't have to roll up my windows when I drive through town anymore. <laughs> CJ, you and Kimberly were calling it the uh, the ghetto the ghetto. the ghetto while we were there. Uh, uh, the other guests that we have, not just Andy Brown, we've also got... Uh, Paul Olsnavage, Olsnavage. I'm sure you got that right. Uh, Olsnavage. Um, I, I, well, I told him, you know, I asked him to, you know, uh, help me practice his name when he comes on the show because, you know, I'm very good. Well, you know, Mike's not as bad either. You know, Mike has the show on Saturday morning over at the Coral Gables yep. and uh, the Morning Grind show. He does the same thing. He tears up everybody's name. So I don't feel so bad. Um, but we'll have Paul uh, Schoolman, how to say his last name, when he comes on the show. He'll be on later. And he's with the Saugatuck Douglas Property Solutions, LLC. He's a property manager. Well, not the rental kind, um, a different kind. So uh, he does uh, property management for uh, full-time residents, and uh, and uh, we'll find out yeah, a little bit more about what he does. Or things like that, make sure people's houses don't fall down while they're not here. Yeah, yeah, we'll find out. We'll find out. And uh, he'll be on the show. Then finally, we've been hearing a lot about Dark Sky Week. And uh, uh, Dark Sky Week. What is Dark Sky Week? And uh, I know there have been some articles in the commercial record, and there was also a uh, little talk about that, and it has a lot to do with light pollution. 
And um, and uh, so we'll have Betsy York on. We've had her on the show before. She's been a co-host as well. And uh, she's also, I, I think she's still the president or part of the, I believe she's still president of the Sagatuck Douglas Art Club. And uh, and uh, they've got. She's been on for a couple of different topics. Uh, got her yeah, the trails. And, and yeah, she's yeah. a busy gal. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, she, she really has become part of the community since yeah. she's moved here. And, um, and uh, so we'll have her on the show as well. So grab a cup of coffee, settle in. It's going to be a great show. And like I, I, I told you, I baked for my guest again, and um, I made a delicious lemon curd cake. This is one of my famous cakes because I've made this in town before, and uh, I've taken it to parties as well. And uh, all, I t- all I did was I took a jar of lemon curd from American Spoon down here at 308 Butler Street, and um, I took three-fourths of the jar and put it between a white layer cake and then I took the other fourth, and I added it to make the buttercream frosting. Ah, that's where it went. Okay. Uh-huh. And then, uh, then I coat the whole thing with coconut. It's very and good. So I've it's already a, uh, partaken. It's, yes. The it's fine two-layer cake. I serve you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, two-layer cake. So I told Kimberly about it. was such a beautiful day yesterday. Let's talk about oh, that for a minute because, I mean, everybody was in town, weren't they? Absolutely. And so, you know, Kimberly was feeling a little spry. She wanted to get out and have fun in the action and uh, get out and and, uh, and have dinner. And so we met up over at Wicks Park Bar and Grill, and uh, where, um, whereupon uh, uh, Christine is busy expanding yeah, yeah. into the, yes, into the, uh, it's called, what is it called? The Cottage, the cottage. is the name of it. And it's going to be kind of like a speakeasy. It's the little house that's on her property right next to Butler Street. And in between the restaurant and the cottage, they're going to have a beautiful um, uh, 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 Courtyard, um, yeah, outdoor courtyard space, yeah. area. Um, we were snooping back there, weren't we? We were, we were yeah. being kind of uh, yesterday, so we kind of walked back there and kind of put our eyes where we could see in the windows, and they tore that whole building out. The slate is now clean. Oh, yeah. This, I mean, it's a clean slate inside that building. I was very surprised. Uh, all it is is bare bones, so they're rebuilding that uh, uh Pretty much from the inside. You probably would have to. It goes from a residence type place to a right. I, yeah, I was curious because I know that she used that as a rental. Yep. Uh, that was a vacation rental, is what she used it for. And I was curious to see. Well, how are they going to do that? Well, I see. <laughs> I had no idea they were going to. But uh, they've already got a nice pad, a concrete pad back there for part of the patio area, and uh, should be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, a little bit of it wasn't easy for her to get there, and she's still working on it uh, with the city. Um, uh, you'll see uh, she's been posting and updating all of us on how it's been going. Um, she was first approved for 25 people uh, in that area that included inside the new house or the new uh, speakeasy or bar. New property, yeah. And, and, and then also outside in the courtyard, a total of 25 people in that area. So I know that she had had the fire department there uh, with the fire code to see how many people she could have. And I believe they said the number was 71, 72. Well, you think about 25. If you're having like parties and groups, you have a bridal party with six uh, bridesmaids or groomsmen on either side, and you're sure. bringing their spouses or whatever. Uh-huh. You're, you're over 25 like immediately. Right. And I guess she wants to make it an event venue for people yeah. that can yeah. do it. And it's yeah. funny because um, she's been sharing a lot on social media, keeping updates on her meetings with the with the city. Which ha- haven't been, you know, uh, uh, easy, and um, 
And I, I see people responding, even people that are in the wedding business are like, you know, we need venues like this. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, uh, so, so of course, I know the business community is very much in support of her and everything she's doing. Um, and uh, we wish her the best of luck as she carries through. Now, uh, she had another meeting. She, so she, what she did is uh, she, um, she asked for a reconsideration of, of their ruling of 25 people. And they had a meeting last Thursday. And uh, uh, with the uh, was it Thursday? Yeah, was it I Thursday? think so. I, I think, think it was Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. And um, and uh, I guess the uh, there was a lawyer present, and so the the city had to talk to the lawyer while everybody waited outside for almost two hours. What was that like an hour and a half or something like that? Well, I, I'm okay with the city getting their ducks in a row because because of, sure. of some of the other history that we have with lawyers, <laughs> right? Houseboats, yeah. right? Yeah. Exactly. Um, uh, so, so we wish her the best of luck as she moves on with that. And uh, but uh, so we had you had the fish tacos, right? Oh, yeah, I, yeah. Again, Wix is uh, uh, becoming more and more a go-to for their food. Uh-huh. Yeah, they really are. Yeah. Of course, their chicken tenders were awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had I, I actually didn't uh, order dinner. I ate off of your plates. Yes, <laughs> like, I was like that girlfriend. I'm not hungry, and then you know, then the yeah. food comes to the table. So, so yesterday, while we were there looking out at the river, did you see all the boats? The boats were all over the river yesterday. The boats, boats are all in the river. Yeah. And, and uh, speaking of boats, I see you've got a new yeah. hat today. Uh, you've hat. got you're sporting a beautiful blue hat. Says so the Freedom Boat Club. I am a member. You're a member, yeah, yeah. And we, we took, talked. Yeah, we took our first uh, training mission or training ride, and we had to go out and prove we knew how to not fall in. <laughs> and we succeeded. We made it. So, so they take you out to make sure that you can you can drive a boat. Yeah, dock the boat, dock it, turn around. So, did Kimberly have to dock the boat? She docked the boat tremendously. She did a really good job. She's, oh, good. This is her first time really driving a boat. She uh-huh. said. She's been on boats a lot. She's the boat person in the group. Is she? Is um, she? But she, this is her first time driving, and she was fabulous. Mm-hmm. It, it, she. She really enjoyed how that all worked. So well, we had a good time. 23-foot Stingray, Sea uh-huh. uh, Ray. is uh-huh. a beautiful boat. Uh-huh. So well, good. Well, I'm glad, glad we had she to do, did We had to do it in Holland because uh-huh. the Saugatuck uh, chapter of our club uh-huh. doesn't open until May 4th. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so May 4th. May 4th. Yes. Oh, okay. So we, can, we can then get them just right over next to the Red Dock. And so you'll be able to, with the Freedom Boat Club, in case folks don't know at home, you can look it up online, but it's a, um, it's almost like an Airbnb for boats, right? Pretty close, except for the company owns all the boats. So it isn't, they're not private boats that they run out. The so it's one owns company all owns all these boats. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, and they're they're nationwide in Canada and France. They're yeah, everywhere. yeah. So it's quite a quite yeah. a thing, and and, and you pay uh, a membership fee membership and fee. then a uh, monthly um, like dues, a... monthly dues from April to November, mm-hmm. or you can pay ahead and save a little money. Right, you know right, I mean? right. Um, but so this is our first year. We're excited about it. Uh huh. Now, do you have to pay for gas when you pick and one of it, these boats? Then you pay for gas and a, a gratuity to the uh, deckhands, the guys that that bring in, bring out. It's not a terrible thing. So Freedom Boat Club. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look. I think at, you should get them. On I mean, get them on the show. And yeah. If they, and if they tell them that you sent them, maybe I'll get a discount. Speaking you get referral. What's that? Money. You get some referral money if they so. Oh really? Oh, yeah. uh, oh well, I'm gonna have them on the show then. Uh, speaking of um, speaking of uh, having them on the show, um, yeah, you know, uh, while we were out last night, I ran into Sherry Tadaldi. 
yeah. and she had just uh, always always a bright gal, you know, always always positive. You know, she was the one uh, actually, which was given the credit uh, by uh, Lance and the folks at Cowhill that really pulled it together last year to bring back Venetian Festival. Right. We called it Venetian Light. And uh, the only thing we were missing was the fireworks. It was still a big party. And the boat parade. And the boat parade, yeah, of course. Of all the oh, yeah. Yeah, we did miss thing. the boat parade. I didn't realize that was such a big thing, but that's a big deal to get all the insurances. Oh, yeah. And, yeah so oh, yeah, yeah. You're in two cities, yeah, so you so, got to get Douglas and, so, and so, yeah. Now, now that you're you're a boater uh, with the Freedom Boat Club, and uh, we're going to have to get a boat that night. Oh, well, we, and decorate and partake. We're going to see if we can. Yeah. It's, they're already booking up. Oh, I bet, I bet, I bet. And, uh, well, speaking of having people on the show, uh, like I said, that Sherry Tadaldi was there, um, uh, introduced me a couple of months ago to Jeff West. And Jeff is the gentleman who is running and managing the new Wickwood Inn. And uh, lots of changes there. I drove by there the other day, and huge furniture trucks, they're loading it up. And the folks, the new owners are decorators. They're very well-known interior decorators and they hired a chef yeah i forgot i forgot the name he told me the name and um and he passed me an exclusive invitation i saw that yes you, you, you were fanning yourself with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're having a little open house for all the folks you know the important the people in town um, <laughs> and uh, uh this saturday and uh they're uh introducing uh themselves to the community and uh, and so I'm going to go check it out Saturday, and then Sunday morning next week uh, we'll have Jeff on, and we'll talk a little nice. bit more about Wickwood, and we'll find out the name of the chef and all the different things they're doing there. Of course, Wickwood is known for their great food and have been for years because the previous owner um, was a New York seller or New York Times bestseller author for the Silver Palette. I, I'm maybe confused in the stories, but didn't she say the uh, chef that's coming is Oprah's chef or something? I, yeah, really? Is that a different story? I thought Oprah's I, chef. Uh, that's what I thought I heard. Huh. We'll, we'll find out. Huh. Next week. You get a car, and I get a car. We get a car. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> speaking again of people that have been on the show, uh, congratulations to Daniel DeFranco. Uh, he's been on the show, and I remember he was on, a, uh, I'd say, about a month ago or so. Maybe a month right. and a half ago. Talking about and, township stuff. Yeah, yeah. Correct. And we were talking about township, getting caught up with all the stuff from Saugatuck Township. And he is now the township uh, uh, manager. That's right. So he, was, uh, he had had the job as the intern um, as they were looking for someone. The last uh, gentleman had the job for about a year. We need to get him and Ryan on, and we'll do trivia. And see oh, yes, is. yes. We'll pin them against each other, the two managers from township and city. Um, but uh, uh, Daniel's been on the show for the Recycle Committee, um, and, and he's also been on the show uh, with the township as well. But do, you, do you know his most important job? Uh, his most important job. The most important job, the biggest community thing. Taking care of Dustin? Well, that's pretty big. And that's important <laughs> to all of us. But it's serving drinks at Phil's. Oh, serving drinks at Phil's, correct. And uh, a nice farewell, a goodbye by Brandy I saw on Facebook. Uh, as her and Phil will, of course, miss him. Uh, he, do, he did make a very good bartender. Uh, uh, Daniel's very friendly. Yeah. And uh, it's hard to say anything bad about him. Yep. So um, uh, we congratulate him on his new position. I was reading the article in the commercial record. And, um, you know, how embarrassing it is to have your name and your face and how much money you're making a year. So everybody knows what he's making now, right? And so uh, uh, 75 a year. Now, that Which is really... 
uh, uh, kind of the average, you know, for a city manager for a small town or medium-sized town is around 100000 That's what Ryan Heiss, or, uh, uh, Ryan, Ryan Heiss makes. Uh, around a hundred, little over a hundred. He's getting a raise. You I, know. Well, I saw the budgets. He is getting a raise. Budgets, but Couple I, I don't know if those are all. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll <laughs> <have to. laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, he's getting a raise, and several people I saw were getting raises in the in the yeah, yeah. Tech City. So well, things are more. Well, maybe they won the lawsuit with the. Uh, you know who didn't get a raise? Who? Arturo. I did not get a raise. Ar- well, you got a raise. I doubled your salary oh. here. Well, so you're right. getting zero twice as zero much. Times two is zero. <laughs> <laughs> As you were making before, um, uh, but uh, yeah, wanna wanna congratulate Daniel. I think he's a perfect fit, and it seems that everybody there that works with him there in the office um, uh, thought so as well. So they gave him great big props. Uh, Annie just walked in. Did you see Annie Brown is here, and uh, she's waving the background. Annie, help yourself to coffee. We've got the Hawaiian Hawaiian Kona coffee we get from the Butler Pantry, and then also I made a, a coconut lemon curd cake if you want to help yourself. So, yeah. And uh, we'll have her on in a couple minutes. But, you know, I, I've got a whole list of events here okay. that I really need to get through because the Friends and of the Saugatuck Women's Club, right across the street here on the corner of Butler Street and Hoffman, uh, they're doing a Women's Club film series. And that's today. Um, uh, they had one uh, uh, last night in the evening. It's at 7 o'clock on p.m. on Saturdays. And on Sundays, it's at 3 p.m. So today at 3, it's going to be Life with Father. All these classic movies that they're they're doing, and it's only five dollars to get in, and you don't have to you know reserve a seat. You just buy your ticket at the door. However, if you buy something for this movie, if you buy something at Scooters, you keep your receipt. You get in for free. Oh, so nice. you know if you have lunch at Scooters, keep your receipt and come watch a free movie. It's a great venue here. This is where we do the annual Christmas play with Steve Williford. And uh, uh, the the uh, the um, uh, Scrooge. There's a couple good people in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a few good people in that play. Um, oh, there's. Oh, look who's waving. There's. Uh, hello, Marilyn is down there walking her dog out. We we got all the windows open here in the studio yeah, because it's so nice outside. Uh, but these movies are going to keep going on uh, through May 28th and 29th. So um, on April 30th and May 1st, The Bigamist. Uh, May 7th and 8th, Please Murder Me. Don't answer that, CJ. Um, and then uh, <laughs> May 21st and 22nd, Charade. Remember that movie? Yeah, I do. Um, and, then, um, and then on May 28th and 29th, Over the Hill Gang. So these are all put on by different sponsors. So, um, uh, of course, uh, next weekend after today, next weekend will be sponsored by Lakeshore Arts Alliance. Um, Saugatuck Mini Golf, which is now open, uh, will be sponsoring May 7th and May 8th. So if you go play some mini golf uh, on those days or that weekend, save your receipt and you'll get in for free. Um, on May uh, 20, 21st, 22nd, the Olive Mill and American Spooner sponsoring. Again, purchase something from those stores, get in for free. Finally, May 28th and 29th, the Owl House and Blue Star Cafe. So again, you buy something from their sponsors, you bring your ticket, and you get it in. You get in free. Nice. Isn't that awesome? That's a good deal. Uh, I, I, I'm just trying to breeze through, but I don't want to be too fast. But I do want to remember it's scholarship time. And every year, Laura Durham, one of our sponsors, yeah. Mill Pond, I've yep. got to give her a Absolutely. shout out because she does uh, – this is her eighth annual Follow Your Dream Scholarship. $1,000. 
That's a lot to a college kid. Are they supposed to get out of school in four years? Yeah. Or is this eight years? Oh, <laughs> different kids. Okay. She's been doing it for eight years. Okay. Uh, but you enter to win a $1,000 scholarship. You can do that as soon as today. Um, people that are eligible or class of 22 seniors um, at Saugatuck and Douglas and Fenville area schools. So it's local and uh, who are planning to uh, further your education by attending a trade school, community college, or a traditional four-year university after graduation. Now, how do you enter? Simply email a one-page essay of no more than 500 words telling you, uh, telling, telling them why it's so important to follow your dreams and how being passionate about your future will help you be successful in life. So it's that easy. Great. That's good. That's and I like that she opens it up to everything. A four-year college isn't everybody's answer. Yeah, well, Laura supports a lot of things in town, including events. And, and uh, this, is always, this has been a great program that she does. Um, you can email your submissions. So uh, if the high school kids are listening or parents are listening, um, you'll want to write this down, especially parents. You know, college is expensive. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you, you know, you'll want to save some money and, and put this down. You'll email submissions to Laura at Realty. Dot com no later than May twentieth, May twentieth. So good luck. About a month, month away. Good luck. Good luck to you. Um, uh, you uh, restaurants um, uh, are all open and a buzz. We have Morrow's is open. Our wonderful sign of spring. A lot of people, you know, they say the first robin is the first sign of spring, or the crocus is coming up, or daffodils coming up. That's the sign of spring. But here at Saugatuck, Morrow's opening. The garlic bread. Is the, the yeah. garlic, yep, yeah. the garlic bread, the pizza. Um, so they opened up with their pizza menu this weekend. So we're looking forward uh, to their full dining room opening up. Yep. Um, uh, I like some of their seafood dishes myself. Me too. Um, I, I, they got a good bar. They've got a good bar to sit at, and they got some good bar. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, of course, piano, the piano yeah, player. Yeah. Um, I know uh, the gentleman who plays for the Christmas carol here, oh. uh, Peter, um, is known for playing there as well. He's, he's a very, Peter is a very popular guy. He plays over at the um, church in Douglas, the United Church of Christ. Okay. And, uh, and and they just rave about him. I mean, that, they applaud him every time he plays. So He does a good job yeah. of play, yeah. Yeah, good job. Um, uh, but all the restaurants are abu- uh, abuzz and open. Everybody was busy. I saw Wally's. Uh, you know, everybody course, wanted to be outside. The prom was going on. So they all got beautiful pictures yesterday. Did you see all the... Yep, Zealand prom, we found out. Um, okay. and, uh, and then I ran into Michael Holden of, uh, of Holden Events. He, d- he does a, a lot, lot of these weddings and events. And if you go to Holden Events and look... Look them up. You'll see their beautiful wedding work. Now, Gene and I have had the pleasure of working with him um, as he has hired us for flowers uh, to do events like at Felt Estate and different places. So, uh, very, very great event people. And um, but uh, yeah, he was he was out and about. Everybody was out and about. Yep. Um, uh, but uh, the restaurants were out and open. You hear about Grow? I, do, I have not heard about Grow. Grow Cafe and Bistro and the Trap. You know, yeah. we've eaten there. Great food. Yep. Um, uh, tell you that Lindsay is awesome. I mean, she's she's back there in the kitchen, the owner all the time, and Alex out there running around. And um, you know that they work really hard to keep that that restaurant uh, successful. And like I said, it's very it's it's very different. You know, it's not your regular fare. Right. And it's and it's table, flavorful. Very- it's Mediterranean feel to it. Um, just such a variety. Um, uh, uh, you know, they, they have just announced they're gratuity free. Well, that's right. I that's right. Yes. Gratuity free. Um, and so you don't tip when you go there. That's interesting. So apparently I, I thought that's interesting too. That, and it's, they, they posted this is so that they can t- continue to provide a true living wage 
dispel in-house wage disparity, and demonetize hospitality. So that's their that's their answer to to yeah. How's that going to change? I so feel China. We, there's no tipping in China, so we came back from one of our. We were there for a while, and I forgot where I was. Mm -hmm. And wife had to remind me to tip. But I'm, I'm typically an over tipper. But there was a period that I forgot that I had to tip. Cause I, I think I would feel a little uncomfortable not tipping. Exactly. How you do know? we start that? Um, so uh, so uh, so hey, good luck. Um, it has to be a good wage um, yeah. that they must be paid. I have to think it's probably around twenty dollars an hour. You know, um, right, and, and I I understand the disparity. There's probably differences between front and back. And, oh, sure, yeah, sure, sure. And so, um, but uh, great food. Uh, I'll tell you, it's worth it. It's oh, it's almost seven thirty already, and I've got too many events to talk about. We'll try to cover a couple of them uh, uh, when we get back. But I, I want to get right well, away to Annie Brown. Too. Yeah, I, I got a little something that right as we come back to bring up. But other than that, I I'm looking forward to. Seeing You've got something to bring up. What yeah. are you going to bring up? We'll wait, have to wait and see. Oh, see, it's, it's called a tease. Oh, so you're surprising me? Yes. Are you trying to yeah. sabotage my show? Sabotage. I'm a saboteur. <laughs> um, uh, uh, the uh, 16th annual Golfathon event is coming soon, Tuesday. That's this Tuesday, April 26th, over at Clearbrook Golf Course. I played there yesterday. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's we'll talk a little bit more about that. Um, that's this Tuesday. You still have time to sign up for this. And uh, it's, uh, but uh, we'll talk about that. We've got to go on to break, though. I know. And we've got Annie waiting in the background. And we'll be right back. You're listening to Saugatuck on Sunday here in beautiful downtown Saugatuck on the Lake Shores. 92.7 The Van Classic Hits. We'll be right back after these messages from the people that pay our bills. Special birthday. It is. I, I, I've taken this opportunity. You're right. That's over your show. <laughs> oh no, I'm being sabotaged. Um, yeah, I, that was in one of my uh, libraries That's there right. of, uh, right. of of music. Yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, it's Kimberly's birthday on Tuesday. Oh well, happy birthday, Kimberly. Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Oh, baloney. She's older than you and I. Oh. <laughs> and uh, she's not getting any cake. Okay, it's her birthday, she but she teased me about my cake because I used a box mix. Uh, your two layer cake. I know. Yeah, yeah. She it's makes three good. layer cakes, and she good. makes them from scratch. And yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that was my sabotage moment. I also wanted to use all of my favorite guest things. I want to use Jerry's. See what I did there, and Jules. Uh, what she her go to is. Fun day Sunday. So why don't you come up with something original? What are you going to get it? Welcome back. You're listening to Saga Tech on Sunday. I've got my special CJ trying to take over here with a happy birthday to his wife, trying to brown nose his wife a little bit. Um, and uh, and uh, we've got a great show ahead of you in case you're just tuning in. Uh, uh, coming up, we've got Annie Brown. For, uh, she's uh, running for the Michigan State uh, Representative District 38. So she's running to be our representative here on the Lakeshore. We've also got Paul Olsnavage, and he'll be from the Saugatuck Douglas 
Angeles Property Solutions, LLC. Then we'll have Betsy York about Dark Sky Week. So exciting week coming up. And we'll have more events that we'll try to get in while we can. But let's get that disco ball down now and make her run, walk, work the runway. Oh, yeah, I would say run the walkway. <laughs> and uh, welcome to the show. Annie Brown. Thank you. It's great to be here. It's great to have you. Annie Brown, you're running for the Michigan State Representative District of 30. Uh, that's District 38, right? Yes. Yeah. That's exciting. Um, and welcome to the show. Thank you. I met you um, at one of the city meetings uh, 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 here in the city of Saugatuck and, uh, and uh, was uh, anxious to have you on the show to learn a little bit more about you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, you were raised in North Michigan. Mm-hmm. In a farming town with 400 people. Wow. She's a small I, town. I actually had a cow named after me in my hometown. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like Rose from Golden Girls. <laughs> my best friend lived on a farm, and I had spent the night, uh-huh. and the morning I left, a calf was born, and they named it after me. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Few candidates can say that. That's true. Yeah, you've got an edge there. Yeah. Yeah, you really do. Now, um, did you visit the cow? You know, did you? No. I, no. <laughs> I didn't want to become too attached. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, uh, well, welcome to the show again. Thank you. And, um, and excited to have you on. Um, when is the election, by the way? When is the election? The primary is Tuesday, August 2nd. August. Oh, so that's coming up. Because I thought, you know, we had uh, Kevin Whiteford on uh, a few weeks back, and, and, and I thought, well, why is everybody campaigning so soon? I had no idea that the primary was that soon. Yes. So, and ab- August 2nd isn't that far away, believe it or not, folks. Summer goes quick here. Well, and absentee ballots will be available, I think it's June 22nd. Wow. Yes. Wow. wow. Well, good. Well, that, yeah. hey. I got a yeah. question. You've got a lot of work to do. Tell, tell us about the district with everything redistricting. Where it goes all the way from Indiana. Yeah, to we're, how far yes, north. this is a brand new district, and it starts a little bit north of Saugatuck, and it hugs the shoreline all the way down to the Michigan-Indiana state line, and it's narrow. Right. Um, parts of it, um, for example, near South Haven, are maybe five miles wide. It varies. Oh, wow. It looks like an inverted staircase. Oh, okay. So. Oh, okay. So that, it's gorgeous. You know, it, oh, this is the best part of Michigan. Those are all good communities. Oh, well, yeah. Yes. Uh-huh, yeah. So it's just uh, to Allegan County. So it doesn't go up to, is that the line or is it going to Holland? No. It is, Holland. it is not Ottawa County. Right. So it's right. just up, okay, nice. Yep. Wow, wow, wow. That's uh, interesting. And I and I think it's neat that they decided to make that its own district because this part of Michigan really has unique um uh has unique things that, that are needed. Yeah, their needs are different than needs are different than yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. Than a big city like Grand Rapids right. or you know, yeah, definitely because uh of course uh, we survive here on tourism mm-hmm. and uh and and things like that. So you uh, graduated from Hope College. That's our local wow. college here in mm-hmm. Holland. Lots of great people come from Hope College. I know we had kids work for us at Del Sol from Hope College. Always always great kids. Well, I had Jack Riddle for a professor. Oh, wow. Well, that's interesting. Yep. Um, uh, after graduating, you interned and worked in Washington office, uh, the office of the United States Senator, 
famous Carl Levin. Yes, that well, was a great time. I bet. That had to have been quite a job. It was amazing. And that was right after graduating college. So you were, yeah, I mean, that was, uh, well, just a couple of years ago. Yeah, just a few. <laughs> and uh, so and, and after Washington, you moved back to Michigan. You lived in South Haven. And you were a reporter and an editor for the South Haven Daily Tribune. Yes, when it was a daily Oh, oh, okay. Those, those were the olden days. Yeah, back so, when people got newspapers every day. Yes, yeah, yes, uh, I loved it. That was before the interwebs. Yes. And, and so you're a reporter and an editor as well, right? Mm-hmm. But that's interesting. Um, you received your teacher's certificate from Western Michigan University, and then you taught at Lincoln Elementary School. Um, I did my student teaching there. Oh, okay. And then I taught at a preschool uh-huh. in South Haven. For a oh, couple years. For a couple years. Um, so how long did you teach on? Oh, and then you, I see you, then you served on the Board of Education. So you've worked with kids. You've worked with senators. I mean, in, you've taught math in Grand Rapids. Well, oh, that's I mean, my daughter. That's, oh, your daughter Maggie, I'm reading. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you've really, you've done a lot. Yeah, I yes. Mean, a, a wide variety of different things. And my husband and I owned a funeral home. Oh, really? The uh, Phil Brandt Family Funeral Home. Right. In South Haven for oh, 20 years. Really? We do flowers for them. We send flowers there oh a lot um, when, when for different uh, occasions. Yeah. 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 Wow, that's that's surprising. Um, so you owned a funeral home. Yes. Wow. Wow. That That's something. So did you, did you, is that your husband's business or? Yes. We met when I was the reporter at the South Haven Tribune uh-huh. and he would call in the obituaries. Oh. Oh. Really? Oh, is that romantic? How romantic! Story, right? Yes. And so that's how you met while yes. he was calling an obituaries. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, interesting job. I, it's just weird. Spooks me when I, when I hear people work in that industry. Yeah. Yes, but yeah. if you met my husband, you would just say you are perfect for this job because he loves South Haven and he cares so much for the families. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, you have any kids? Yes, we have three kids. Mm-hmm. Um, my daughter, Maggie, teaches math at a middle school in Grand Rapids. Okay. Um, my son, Jack, is a senior at Wayne State, and he's studying broadcast journalism. Oh, great. Ha- and- should have him on the show. That's right. Yeah, he can intern. Uh, yes. Watch out, CJ. <laughs> Don't get so proud he, there. Don't get could- so... It's golf season. I'm okay. I can do golf instead. <laughs> and then my youngest son, Peter... Is a student at Albion College. Albion, that's another great college as well. Mm-hmm. Well, great, great. Well, so all your—they're all out of the house, right? They are. Isn't that nice? That's nice. <laughs> it certainly is. Um, uh, now, I, I was also reading that um, uh, you—you've you, done a lot of volunteer work. You volunteered for our mayor, Garnett Lewis. I just saw her yesterday. Oh, uh, Was chatting up uh, uh, Laura Stanton. <laughs> Um, across from the uh, uh, retro boat rentals there. I was there at the Mill Pond office, and, um, and Garnet happened to drive by, and she had Garnet was like, what are you guys doing? I said, we're having a meeting. Keep driving. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she has, but she, Garnet has that, uh, she has a um, uh, convertible. Yes. And, and Lauren and I were like, we need a convertible. Because it looks so much fun, that little convertible that she drives around. Yes. It, it looks a lot of fun. And perfect for parades. 
Right, I know. Yeah. Now, she, you already have a parade vehicle. Uh, now, yeah, I, she's ridden in your parade vehicle. Uh, she's she? not. She's We've not. had mayors. Well, we, we have, I've had mayors. I've had Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah. CJ, but, when, when but, I was doing the parades in town, the Christmas parades or uh, St. Patty's Day, Day parades, CJ would bring his vehicle. He's got a couple of classic cars. Yeah, and, I almost came out yesterday, but we was, we're having too much fun downtown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but, uh, and so you volunteered with her when she was uh, uh, running for state senate in Allegan. I remember that. Um, uh, when she had, that's when I still had Del Sol, and she had, it was shortly after she moved here into town, and I would met her and her partner. Um, but uh, but uh, and so so it's always good to volunteer. See, that's the one thing when Garnet Lewis moved here, and that's why um, I supported her. Was um, I would see her volunteer everywhere in town. Um, yeah. she really became a, 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 a force in volunteering. Um, I would see her doing everything. Um, And so that's a great thing. Um, So that's always a great way to get involved in in a community. So running for, let's get back to you. Enough for her. Um, uh, Let's get back to you. Now, running for 38th District, what made you decide that this is something you wanted to do? Well, the new district is 51% Democrat. Uh Uh-huh. And. Wow, that's a divide. And. It gets better. Uh-huh. Oh, Biden won this area by nine points over President Trump. Okay. So when people saw the numbers, they a few people called me and said, "Look at this, look at this math, and you need to think about running," mm-hmm. because I had run in 2014 and 2016 in a very Republican district. Oh, okay. in Van, which was mostly Van Buren County. Uh-huh. So this is has better numbers, and right. people said you need to think it, think of this and uh-huh. take a look. Um, and we need more women in Lansing in uh-huh. our legislature. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So we are at least half the population, and that is not reflected in our government. Right. Right. Well, good for you. That's great. Um, uh, one of the things municipalities in our new house district have in common is is jaw dropping views of Lake Michigan. You mm-hmm. know, we, we we love we love Lake Michigan, our yes. forests, our dunes, and and uh, we've got to be probably the most beautiful house district in Michigan. I have to say, um, you know, a lot of people call it the uh, Gold Coast. Because of our gold sand here on the lower part mm-hmm. of Southwest Michigan, um, what do you do to preserve these views? How do we keep that? You know, how do we how do we keep that and uh, our dunes and our shoreline? Right. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of um, concern about preserving that. We've had uh, you know from Trailmaster Plan, John Vanderbeek, and other folks that you know those things are very uh, concerning to us to save that so we don't get built up. We don't want to be citified. Right. You know, we, exactly. we like our small town. We like our communities. And um, and uh, what do you do to preserve that? Well, I was at the South, the Saugatuck Township Board meeting on April 13th. Uh-huh. And I was really proud of the people there from Saugatuck Dunes Coastal Alliance who stood up and were speaking about saving our dunes and protecting the heritage and the environment. So I applaud them. I our house district is like a priceless string of pearls that trails down for 81 miles, mm-hmm. and we really have to take care of it, um, or it will be gone, mm-hmm. along with the tourists 
who come here just to marvel at the beauty right. of our dunes and our lakeshore. Uh-huh. So I just think we have to be very careful. And what I've said before is we cannot mess with Mother Nature. Right. Right. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, uh, that's for sure. Uh, uh, Mother Nature does call the shots here. You know, uh, we've got lots of, uh, you know, water issues. And I've, I've got a question about that coming up, too. But um, what I, you've been campaign. We we're talking about you campaigning and, and, and you're going from house to house. And, I, you know, and and you actually go door to door and knock on doors. Yes. Knock on, does anybody answer their doors anymore? They do. They, because, you know, <laughs> I hear these young millennials go, oh, someone knocked at the door. I'm scared. Or someone's <laughs> calling me on the phone without texting first, you know. Um, uh, uh, so, you know, um, oh, <laughs> thank you. Um, uh, so, you know, what surprises you the most when you're knocking from door to door? Well, like you mentioned, first of all, I'm surprised they answer. <laughs> But secondly, I'm surprised when I show up and I'm knocking on doors in Saugatuck and parts beyond, and I'm surprised when they open up to me. And one of the things I say that I feel strongly about is that I'm running for state rep because I want to expand mental health care. Oh. And these um, complete strangers start talking about that, Mm -hmm. saying... Oh, my gosh, we had such a hard time finding the care that we needed for our son right? or my daughter or my mother. Mm -hmm. And so they are just telling me and opening up about the hard times that they've had seeking treatment. You know, nobody should have to drive hundreds of miles for psychiatric care that they need right now Mm -hmm. close to home. I think that's I, I think that's great. Now, Mary Whiteford uh, did a lot of work in that in that in regard yes. as well. Yes. And and uh, and and that that was one of the things that I really really liked. That she's like, love hearing that from you. Um, I think that's something that needs a lot of help. Um, is is uh, help in in mental accessibility for mental help. So I think yes, that's like- you know, and um, we, I have talked to Mary about legislation and rules to help with mental health care. Mm-hmm. And I think that's an example where Democrats and Republicans can work together. Yes. Yes. And I think that's great. When you when you come to when you come to bipartisan uh, projects, I think that's it's all about working together. And you know, that's what I think is great about having different parties is you get checks and balances. And, and both parties progress. You, yeah, that's you, how you exactly. get progress. Yes. Yeah, by, by by listening to everybody but finding that happy medium. I think that's great. I, I think that's great that you're open uh, to working uh, bipartisan. You know, a lot of folks, you know, we hear a lot of news and we, about politics. And, and news is one thing, and they just like pinning one party against the other all the time. And, you know, I'm always like, you know, a lot of these things, these great things that happen are when our bipartisan, you know, uh, things that when, when the parties come together. So mm-hmm. I think that's a great thing. Um, a couple weeks ago, we had uh, the famous Queen Electra on the show, um, and that was fun. Um, uh, do you, well, I was here, yeah. Remember I'm, Electra? I'm, I'm trying to understand the segue. And, and oh, good. Well, <laughs> stay tuned. Um, <laughs> show. Wait a minute. And, and, and she was on, she was on, she talked about, it was Drag Queen, and they do all these performances, and, and, um, and wonderful guests. We had tea provided yeah. by Gina over there at Saga Tech Tea Company that's opening back up in Fenville soon. 
and uh, and had such a great time with those guys. And we talked about the Dunes Resort. Uh, you know, Dunes Resort is one of the largest LGBTQ resorts in the country. Actually, it used to be the Midwest. Um, but now, from what I understand from the owners, it's it's basically almost the entire country. Um, and uh, how important is it to you, uh, Annie, to speak up for our LGBTQ, LGBTQ community when you're in Lansing, when you're all the way over there? You know, I think it's very important. Um, I think um, now maybe more than ever, our LGBTQ community needs not just a voice in Lansing, but a roar from Southwest Michigan, mm -hmm. which has been typically thought of as being conservative. Mm -hmm. And um, we really need to stand on chairs and yell that we will not tolerate discrimination, bullying, and hate. Mm -hmm. against our LGBTQ community. Mm -hmm. um, New Buffalo Schools sent out a survey to their parents, and the, the results said about 22% of New Buffalo High School students identify as LGBTQ, and I think that's probably average for many schools in the 38th House District. Um, so we need legislators to be strong and really fight for laws and that protect fairness and protect our teachers, our gay teachers, and everyone who could be vulnerable and be fired or evicted because yeah. of whom they love. Right, right, sure, of course. You know, it, here in Saugatuck, I guess, you know, we kind of take that for granted um, when you're here in Saugatuck. We've had the Dunes Resort. We're an art, art, art colony, and, um, you know, we, we see acceptance here. And this is the kind of town where... Um, you know, nobody cares, you know, uh, mm -hmm. you know, uh, if you're gay, straight, uh, purple, green, blue, you know, it's just not a thing here. And, and I think, and I see that when I leave town though, you know, I, I see that when I, when I go to different cities, um, it fades a little bit. The, yeah, the it fades. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, you know, should be, just speaking of LGBTQ, I don't know if you know, but, um, uh, the pride week here, um, uh, is coming up and it's June 1st. Um, that's in about, actually, almost about a month from now, right? Because we're at the end of April already. Um, they've got a whole week of events going on, starting with Wednesday, Rocky Horror Picture Show. And uh, that's going to be over here at Saugatuck Women's Club, leading up to events, including uh, there's going to be an exhibit and a lecture at the Doug Saugatuck Douglas History Center called uh, Century of Progress, 100 Years of LGBTQ History here in the Saugatuck Douglas area, because there's quite a history here. Um, with that. And then, uh, Saturday is the huge car parade. I'll start at the high school here at the Saugatuck High School at 1 p.m. and, uh, uh, on that Saturday. So we invite everybody to partake and, uh, and excited, uh, to, to have that back. Now, you can go on Facebook to Saugatuck Douglas Community Pride or Community Pride. Um, you can also reach out to Neil Siebert. Um, who's organizing the event. There'll also be um, vendors and a big shindig there in the uh, park there at Berry Field um, uh, where folks will be uh, 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 having like a little park area um, uh, featuring booths, live music, entertainment by the mainstays, great band. And, uh, and they'll be there that Saturday as well there in downtown Douglas. So that's coming up. And, and so, yeah, that, that's important. So just so you know, Annie. Yes. 
You need to join. You need I'll to be join there. the parade. I'll be Paul there. Paul Garnett. I know she knows all of the, the in her little convertible. Yeah, you could be in Garnett's convertible. You two. That yes. would be great. Yes, I love it. Um, so uh, yeah, so you'll have to put that on your calendar. Um, uh, so now running and as I've got lots more questions. You know, I want to grill you while you're here. <laughs> I, I've got to grill you. People want to know who they're voting for. That's and right. I'm hearing good things from you. Thank you. Um, short-term rentals. Short-term rentals. You know, that, that in, and believe it, I'm in the business. You know, I work for Mill Pond Realty. Um, they have about 70 rental homes, so I work for them on weekends. Um, it's, it's a hot-button issue. You've got people that have been, it's been their business and their mainstay for decades of, of doing short-term right. rentals. Um, and it's been an issue in Saugatuck and all over, not mm-hmm. just Saugatuck. I hear it in South Haven. I hear about it all over. Um, do you think that short-term rentals could should be capped or placed under a moratorium? I think that this is a local matter. And when the state government comes up with laws to regulate short-term rentals in our towns, I think that's an overreach. This is a local issue that needs to be overseen and decided by the people who live here. Because it's so interesting that every city that I've been to where I attend city council meetings and township board meetings has a different opinion about short-term rentals. So you can't assume one way. And Hager Township, um, which is north of Benton Harbor, is very different from South Haven and you know Saugatuck will have a different opinion from New Buffalo so I really think that's a local issue and state government should just butt out good answer and another thing is that from talking to voters when I'm going door to door and listening to voters actually um, in I know in Saugatuck and Hager Shores Short-term rentals are a valuable source of income for senior citizens. Mm -hmm. So that is how they are putting their food on the table, and that's their income in business. And as um, a short-term rental owner in Hager Township told me, when people use short-term rentals, they spend a lot of money in the surrounding community. Correct. So Correct. It's... Correct. We have, and here in Saugatuck, we have our population, as you probably know, is about a thousand, just under a thousand of full-time residents. Um, with all the businesses and restaurants we have, they could not support all of this. So what you see here in Saugatuck is the result of, you know, other people, people from other towns. It's getting windy in here, isn't it? We've got all our windows open, and the wind's just a blowing. It's beautiful outside today, isn't it? It's gorgeous. Um, uh, so um, now, a couple years ago, downtown Saugatuck had flooding from high. That, by the way, that was a good answer. I, I, I have to agree with that. I do. I, so I'm going to push back just a little bit because it's more. I what? think pers- people have their personal property they've purchased. They own these things, and there should be some overall protection from uh, if they bought a house or bought a whatever, a car, a camper, they should be able to do with that as they see fit. Uh-huh. And I'm okay with the state having some protection for those people. Oh, okay. But, you know, huh? I thought it was a good answer to that. I, 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 I'm like, you know, the less fingers in my business, the better. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, a couple of years ago, downtown Saugatuck, if you remember, had flooding 
from these high water levels in the Kalamazoo River. Um, what, what can we do to prevent that from happening again? That's a big concern here. I, I really wanted to hit you with some of the big concerns here in our, you know, area. And, and, um, but uh, what if we start flooding again? Well, what can we do to stop that? And, you know, May 19th, I think, will be the second anniversary of that flooding on Main Street. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we knew it over in the corner at Mill Pond Realty. It was a, it was a lake there for almost two years. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I hope that some of the funds from the American Rescue Plan and the Infrastructure Bill are going to come into small towns who need help to protect their infrastructure and small businesses mm -hmm. from flooding, from high water levels and storms. Um, because this is some, this is a project that really needs state and federal funding. Um, it's not fair to burden our small towns with six million dollar projects to stop flooding. Mm -hmm. um, so we can't continue trying to fix big problems that small towns have with a spaghetti supper mentality of funding. Right, right. So this is, it, and this year the water levels are predicted to be low, mm -hmm. but what about next year? Right, right, right. Well, it does change, absolutely. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, yeah, great, great. Um, well, so, okay, so anything else? Anything else that you, you, want, you want to get that vote in? And we've got about a minute left. We're going to have to go into break here. I um, want to thank you for being on the show. Thank you. It's and, been fun. Anything else you want to share with everybody listening here on the Lakeshore? I... I just would like to put in a plug for I'm having an event. That's right, at Isabel's. Yes. Uh, on the 28th, right? Yes. Yeah. Five to seven. Uh -huh. And everybody's welcome to come. Everybody's welcome. Are there yes. going to be hors d'oeuvres, little things to... Yes, hors d'oeuvres. Snacks? Yes. Oh, well, Great snacks. food. I'm involved. Shout out to their beet carrot little cupcakes at Isabel's. Those are really Ooh. good. The beet carrot cupcakes yeah, at Isabel's. Yeah. They sound healthy. Tell them oh. to make some of those. Tell Garnet to make some of those. I will. And then I'll show up. Good. <laughs> Andy Brown, hey, it's been a pleasure having you on the thank show. Thank you. It's great um, to see you. It was great to learn a lot more about you. Well, thank you. And um, and I'll tell you one thing. You're going to give Kevin a run for his money. I'll tell you that right now. Um, and uh, great to have you on the show. Thank um, you so much. Uh, uh, you've got some great things that you're working on, and I loved your answers. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. Uh, good luck, Michigan State Representative for District 38. Vote for Andy Brown. Uh, you've got your ballots coming in the mail the end of June, she said. Of course, the primary coming up in August. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks a lot. And thank you for listening. We've still got another great hour of fun-packed fun packed guests and, and show. Now, Monday, grab Sunday. another. What's that? Fun day Sunday. Fun day Sunday. Grab another cup of coffee. We're going to get another piece of this lemon curd cake. And we'll be right back. You're listening to Gregory Muncie and C.J. Badrek on the Lake Shores. 92.7 The Van. We'll be right back with Paul Osnavage. Uh, he's shaking his head yes. Did I, I pronounce that right? From the Saugatuck Douglas Property Solutions Group. We're going to find out more about property management. Not the rental kind, but a different kind. He'll be on right after these messages. We'll be right back.
Sunday fun day, and you're listening to The Lake Shores 92.7 The Band. This is Gregory Muncie doing it live every Sunday. I above Land Sharks here. Beautiful downtown Saugatuck. I say beautiful because I'm looking at that sun. It's starting to come up over the hill, and we've got this leftover weather from yesterday here in town. It's beautiful out there, isn't it, CJ? It's it is. 68 degrees right now. Um, it's going to stay in the mid to maybe lower 60s, and it'll cool down. And the rain's coming up. Uh, well, 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 it's not raining yet. Not yet. Um, uh, and the town was town was certainly a buzz. Lots going on, and there's always stuff going on. Lots of events coming up uh, this Wednesday. I want to remind everybody. Remember April Gundy. Yes. From oh, yeah. from uh, Encompass uh, Wellness. She's been on. She's, Yoga. she's, she's been yeah. on the show. Um, they've got this thing going on, uh, the Encompass Run, Walk, and Hike Club. It starts this Wednesday, April 27th, and um, uh, you'll have, uh, uh, you enjoy the outdoors in the spring, um, uh, and you'll want to trade. It's really the idea is that you're training for the upcoming uh, town crier race. Oh. So this kind of leads up to that. It's every Wednesday. It goes seven weeks. You do meetups for either a run, walk, or hike, whatever you want to do. Um, they'll have little pop-up meets as well. Um, you get a long sleeve T-shirt, so it's a, it's like a kind of like a seven week program um, on Wednesdays, and uh, the cost is seventy dollars to join. You can Venmo, you know, if you want to pay Venmo. Everybody's doing the Venmo um, at Encompass Dash Wellness. You could also go PayPal at Encompass Wellness. Of course, you can always go to their Facebook page, Encompass Wellness. <laughs> uh, uh, that's a, a fitness center. And then also, um, they're located at 2902 Blue Star Highway. Give April Gundy a phone call if you're interested, uh, 231-878-5866. So uh, if you want to walk and take a little hike. Talk about walk. Let's get somebody to walk down that runway, that disco, get that disco ball down. We've got our next guest coming up. And, um, yeah, I mean, wonderful gentleman I met in town a while ago. I saw him uh, the other day at the flower shop and uh, reminded me, hey, we met over at Phil's. And uh, and uh, we talked about the show and uh, made, made him some beautiful flowers. Welcome to the show. Paul Ostavash. Thank you very much, Craig. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Welcome to the show. I, I pronounced that right, right? Good enough. Ostavash. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, uh, so I'm, I'm so proud of myself. You're doing better. <laughs> Antikovich is still worried. Paul, welcome to the show. Paul is from Sagatuck Douglas Property Solutions. And Paul, you're from Bloomfield Hills, Michigan. Yes, I am. Fancy, fancy. Yeah. Bloomfield Hills. Yeah. I, when I lived on that side of the state, some of my biggest weddings that I did were over in West Bloomfield and Bloomfield Hills, yep. a very prestigious area. I know we've met people here in Saugatuck vacationing, you know, when at the store, when I'm chatting with people on, on, on the street, and um, and they'll say, oh, I'm from Detroit, you know, they'll tell me. And I say, oh, where are you from? They'll say, Bloomfield Hills. I'm like, you're not from Detroit. <laughs> yep. Beautiful, beautiful area. Um, and, uh, and you're the, uh, number five of seven kids in your family. Yep. So you're, what was your dad, a doctor? My dad was a journeyman, uh, electrician. He oh, that's right. Back then, student. a journeyman could make enough money to yep. raise a family of seven, own a house and several cars. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Dad. <laughs> still, 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 Yeah. My dad was also, my dad was a pipe fitter was, and, and, uh, five boys, two girls, um, and you went to Catholic schools. I, I was reading that your dad is from Ukraine. Absolutely, yeah. He was raised there. 
Oh, he was uh, raised there. So yeah. you're you're was he all Ukraine? Ukraine. So you're half Ukraine. I'm half Ukrainian. Yes. Oh wow. So a lot of what's going on right now probably hits a little bit a little bit to home with you. It's right? awful. Yeah. It's uh, terrible. Have yeah. you ever been there? No, I never have. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dad right. was actually born here. Oh, okay. His parents came over as immigrants. Uh-huh. Uh, they had three boys in this country, earned enough money, went back to the to Ukraine and raised their kids there. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he he you know he didn't have many language skills and all that, but he he was a force. Mm-hmm. He was a strong man. Well, I, people from Ukraine are strong because they're not giving up, um, no, no. Uh, and uh, and uh, you know we certainly have seen that strength in them, um, and uh, I, I think that's why a lot of us Americans are so uh, on the side of Ukraine with all of this. Well, probably for a lot of reasons, but um, it, it, that's the American spirit as well. Um, never give up, and uh, so um, uh, you know our thoughts and prayers, of course, go out to everybody suffering over there. Um, do you still have family over there now, or? Uh, Distant cousins. Okay, sure. Uh, my dad married Medarena, USO, uh, during World War II. Oh, yes. Because he came, the Russians came and took the family home. So he had three boys. You know, my grandfather had three boys that were born here. They went back to Europe, raised his kids, and now the Russians were taking that away then. Wow. Right. So he put his three teenage boys back to the States. Okay, sure. They had no language skills, but they were U.S. citizens. Yeah. They were born here. Yeah. So dad survived pretty well. Uh, he joined the Coast Guard. Okay. And he was in the Coast Guard during World War II. That's where he met my mom at a, uh, in downtown Detroit. A, oh, yeah. At a big old dance for the sailors in town, and dad oh, and mom yeah. was there, and that was the end of that story. Yeah, you know, Detroit was a great town back in the 40s and 50s. It's coming back. Uh, but my parents grew up in that area uh, shortly after World War II in that area. Um, and a uh, great downtown area oh, back yeah. then. It's starting to come back. They still have a lot of work to do. The Wayne State Corridor is coming around. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, uh, but it looks a lot better now um, I, than when I was a kid growing up and, and just getting out of school, going to college, and going, walking downtown was, you know, questionable. Questionable. Oh, yeah. Anywhere yeah. downtown. Yeah, yeah. You know, even on the main streets there. Uh, uh, downtown area. Um, uh, so you um, uh, w- went to college in the city. Yep. There in Detroit. Yes. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, and uh, you remained a bachelor your entire life. I'm a bachelor. Yep. You're bachelor. Mm-hmm. And um, so no kids, huh? No kids. Isn't life great? It is fabulous. Thank you very much. <laughs> I never wanted children. I, I, I mean, let's let's face it. I, but it's like kind of like dogs. Right now, I'm dog sitting for uh, Julie Abel and the famous author Jacqueline Carey, and uh, they're on a, a vacation in um, uh, Portugal right now. And so I'm house sitting and dog sitting, and I love dogs. I love cats. But when they're not mine, you know, it's kind of like kids, you know. And, and I love kids. I'll go out there at music in the park and blow bubbles, and they'll run all after me and have fun and laugh. But then I get to go home. Yes. Yeah. And and so so yeah yeah life is great when you don't have kids. Absolutely. <laughs> oh yeah. Nice to have them visit, but they go home. Well, see, but then I see CJ and Kimberly, who are now grandparents, and I think you know that's kind of like okay. I'd like to be a grandparent, but I don't want to be a parent. I, mean, I think that's the right call. But I, unfortunately, there's there's sort of like a prerequisite. I, get, that's what I understand. Children. That that's yeah. how that works. Yeah. I that's I learned that. Yes. <laughs> 
Um, uh, tell me a little bit about um, your business, Paul. Um, you've got um, uh, uh, the Sagatuck Douglas Property Solutions. I was curious about this when you when I met you and you told me you were doing this, and I thought, oh, he, he does rentals. Are you our competition? Uh, but uh, uh, tell me a little bit about your company, your company profile. Yeah, we're we're basically taking care of homes for the, the, when the people aren't there. We're not really doing rentals. Okay. So we're more uh, we're really geared up for taking care. Of, you know, having the house be uh, completely you know hands off for the homeowner. He comes in and enjoys the property. Sure. That's, that's what we're doing. Yeah, we've got a lot of our houses. I know our uh, full-time resident swells to about a little over 3,000. Oh, absolutely. When yeah. the weather breaks. Yeah. And, um, uh, you know, it full-time residence is about 1,000, but I think they say it's about 3,200 it swells up to. So a lot of these homes here are uh, seasonal homes. Yes. So, so yeah, I think about that too. You know, I'm not, I'm not rich enough to have you know several homes, um, uh, uh, but um, but you know, I would be very nervous. You know, if I had a home here and I'm on the other side of the country, and uh, and you know, I, I, especially we've had some pretty good windstorms lately. A lot of trees have come down. And right. I, I had a big, a couple of big trees fall at my place. That's so I'm right. Sure, that's the kind of just storm checks and. Absolutely, storm yes. Yes. And, yes. Yeah. really. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot to it. Uh-huh. Let alone the, when they're starting to come over, you probably do a refresh or the yep. landscaping or that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yep. You handle all the trades that come in and. Oh okay, you know, okay. Like, so uh, how do you find how, how do you find these people? Well, I have an internet presence, and that kind of fired some things up, and you know, it, 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 I'm kind of that was kind of my trade going all through my career was I was a vice president of a company that was. Commercial contracting in Detroit. Oh, okay. uh, I worked for custom home builders all through college. Bond built? No. Yeah, right. No, we were custom <laughs> homes in Bluefield Hills is where I where I Oh, started. that's I right. My, Bond built was more that yeah, was, that down was the where river. the garages got building garages still. Yeah, no, no. I, I really cut my teeth in a lot of you know proper homes and. And Bloomfly worked through all through college, going through that. So. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, I remember the Belvedere commercials too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Porches, porches. What am yeah. I going to do about my beautiful porches? Yeah, back then, eight hundred dollars <laughs> for a garage. But yeah. Not oh, I know. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Home prices are, are something. Uh, it's yeah. quite an investment these days. Um, so. So, um, so tell me a little bit about. So, winter time comes and the, the people are leaving their property. What are some of the responsibilities you have when they're leaving? Well, each each of the property is a little different uh, that I manage, but we get the movers in to move all the exterior furniture to the basement or wherever it's going to be stored for the winter. Uh, generator gets checked. You know, the heating system gets checked. All the all the mechanicals get maintained. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just assures that I, you know, a little, get a little bit of help here with making sure the house doesn't freeze. Some houses they want the water drained, so you got to get plumbers in there to to blow out all the pipes and then just have the house go dead for six months. Okay. Others want it running, you know, right on through because they want to visit at Christmas. Oh sure. Or you know Easter or whatever they want to keep it live. Uh huh. So there's uh-huh. two different you know formulas there. And we're mm-hmm. able to accommodate both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, now, um, you have uh, 
who who does all this? Are, are you the uh, sole employee? Do you have employees? No, do you have I, you, know, you work know. with? <laughs> yeah, no, I have a few. Yeah, definitely have people working for me. Outstanding people working for me. Highly skilled. Oh, so you have yeah, a crew, people, yeah. a, a team that works that works. Yeah, there. I don't have the the. I have expensive homes I'm taking care of. Oh, okay. So sure. these are these are big houses. These are big houses, right? Oh, wow. Water and everywhere else. But you know, I have got some really really qualified people that know a hell of a lot more than I do. Right. You know, my goodness. Uh, I, I'm a you know I'm an orchestrator of it all. Right. Right. So you rely on people with skilled trades and Absolutely, you know uh, yeah. plumbers and electricians and things yeah. like that when things go wrong. Oh yeah. Um, and so, so, so you kind of, kind of winterize them mm-hmm. and uh, get them ready. So, so say uh, they're coming back to their house, and uh, so they reach out to you. Is there any anything special you do when people come to the house? Do you, do you get a rental? When I'm doing rentals, when I'm an inspector in rentals, you know, I'm I call myself an official pillow fluffer, mm. you know, and and not to be confused with anything else um but um but um uh but you know i go through the house when they're ready to come in as a vacation rental to make sure everything's perfectly clean they've got all of the amenities do, do you do you make sure that they're that the supplies are stocked um things like that we haven't had that uh request yet uh-huh. most of my customers are that's their second home and they have their their kids pictures all over the walls they have their personal stuff in the house, right? And I'm very respectful of that. Sure, you know, and they're and they're they. You ever you know, get bored and look through the closets? No, no. You know, really. maybe try on an outfit. Or, yeah, I wish. You know, maybe in my head. <laughs> I don't really. You know, I could care less what they have. It's, right. It's it's more um, being respectful of their space. Sure. You know, they they they've earned this spot in their life, and the biggest compliment I get out of someone is like, you know, Paul. Thank God. I'm finally enjoying my house. Yeah. I'm finally getting here, and all that stuff is taken care of, and I can actually enjoy my investment, my house. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We always thought of like a concierge service. So when they come to have their fridge stocked or do different things, we think people would pay for that around uh, here. They, so you know, I've had some requests. I, I, they, I think they have a maid, we have maids that do all that. Right. You know, right. So have, you have a cleaning yeah, service. I have a cleaning service. Okay. Thing. Okay. So yeah. uh, you've really opened my mind up to what this is because at first I'm thinking you're the only one. No, no, and no, no. you're cleaning, you're dusting, you're, no. you know, checking the water. You're so you've got a whole team. This this is yes. quite a quite an operation. It's it's really turning into something. I'm I'm getting, I'm proud of it. Yeah, I really yeah. Am. We've done a really good job. And how and many how many houses do you have? We well, they're larger homes. So right. You know, we're we're up to five at this point. Okay. You know, and we're you know slowly growing, but right. it's, it's a real personal thing. Yeah. You get to know the homeowner. They live in Chicago. They live in San Francisco or wherever. It's a long-term uh, relationship, right? So there's a whole lot of stuff that I, as the owner, get have to know right out of the gate, right? About the customer, what their needs are, what you know, what we can tailor and customize for that individual. Sure, yeah. sure. Wow. So, but you only do big houses. Will you, will you do my studio here for you? Anything. Yeah. <laughs> When you're leaving, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. hey, uh, but yeah, uh, you know, I'd love that. Um, uh, but uh, but honestly, you know, to be gone out of town for a while and come back and everything's everything's ready for you. Well, I, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so now, how long how long have you been doing this? I have been in the trades, or I guess managing the trades. Yeah, right from the get go. I believe it or not, I was walking to school in high school. 
and I was noticing a new home being built. This was my senior year, uh-huh. and uh, lo and behold, the builder was there. He was a home, a custom home builder. Yeah. I started talking to him, and I got a job with him. Oh. I ended up working for him for five years. Yeah. Life building company back then. Right. And I, I you know, that's where I learned. I work with designers, decorators, architects, you name it. Oh, wow. And I was uh, always kind of like second or whatever. I was the eyes and ears on the sites and right. stuff like that. And then I uh, morphed into a commercial end of it. Oh, okay. So in Detroit, my last... Uh, gig was Power Back of Michigan, which is out of Novi. Uh-huh. I was vice president. We had 125 employees. Wow. I was number two, and that was more of an industrial commercial uh-huh. application. Uh-huh. What made you decide that you wanted to come over here to the west side of the state? I visited uh, Saugatuck in the early 80s when I first started coming here. Oh, yes. That's yeah. when I started coming. Yes, yes. the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, and I have a brother who bought a house in West Olive. Oh, nice. On the lake. That's He's nice He's a local uh, Grand Rapids guy. Oh, okay. And the whole family's been coming here for years. Uh-huh. So right. it was just kind of a natural. I wanted to be in a small town. I didn't want the big city for retirement or the next phase of my life. Uh-huh. You know, I'm of age now, and I, you know, I'm plenty healthy and vibrant. I just, I'm not ready for retirement yet, uh-huh. but I'm ready to be away from the big corporation. Right, Amen. right. That's me too. That's yeah. the same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah CJ's the same way. I'm with the uh, we, we, meetings and all that yeah, crap. We no. keep exactly. we keep looking for a job for CJ. Do you got something open? Yeah, well, yeah, he's yeah, looking. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk. He's yeah. looking. Kimberly has has been offering him throughout town. Um, uh, we've got him. We've gotten him to work for some of the locals. Um, uh, so, uh, actually, you did uh, some tile work over yeah. at uh, for bar, yeah. for the for and one of the bars and Jack of all yeah. trades. Master Jack of all trades. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And oh, he does renovation work too oh, as well. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, you'll have to call did him. Some nice work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, uh, you, you have uh, the house and all that. Do you ever do any like you know folks that say, hey, I want. Um, uh, people, I want an upgrade, or I want I want these awnings here, or I want to add something to my house. Are you responsible for doing things like that? That is exactly what the whole concept of what we're doing. These homeowners, no matter that's a brand new build or they've had it for ten years, they always want to do things. Right. I want a new kitchen sink. I want exactly. you know things like that. Right. Paint. Well, and during the off season. Or paint. Do, right. Do yeah. Refresh. Uh, yeah. So yeah, you probably reach out to paint contractors I'm, and that I'm kind able of thing. to interview, get quotes, get estimates. Right. You know, do what has to be done. Now my own staff, uh, I have two uh, Andrew Fuchs. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He is a uh, highly qualified. He does a lot of the work um, that I've, I've used. You know. Will use my employees instead of going outside, uh-huh. but there's certain there's a lot of things I can't do, so I get a bunch of prices. Andrew, right. in, to give you an example, I only believe in doing the best or as better as the best quality as you could possibly get your hands on. Sure, Andrew. Well, when uh, you're dealing with your kind of clientele, you kind of no, have to. You know, these are yeah. not, these are complicated houses. They're right. Not easy. Yeah. You know, Andrew, for instance, in 017, he's a young man. Uh-huh. He was first in the country. For in, in the skill, it's called Skills USA, uh-huh. and they go into high schools and they they like the shop class and all that. Yeah, all over the country. I didn't even know this organization existed, but lo and behold, Andrew placed number one out of three hundred fifty thousand across the country, uh-huh. and he won a ten thousand uh, dollar scholarship. Uh, or? The, the check for ten thousand and then a scholarship. Oh wow! Nice. You know, cash was, and a scholarship. Right, right, right. And if you Google him, Skills USA is a 
really prominent organization all over the country. So they reach out to high schools yeah, and, and I mean, they go into yeah. the like where there's skilled trades like woodworking and automotive and those kinds all of, of them, you know yeah the vocational type classes right. and, and then they they partner with the schools to try to help them bring these kids along. Oh wow, uh, I've never heard of that. Uh, exactly. Yeah, That's right. They've been around they a while. They didn't pick us, did they, CJ? Right. There's, there's forty there's forty um <laughs> they have forty large companies that sponsor it. Uh-huh. GE, you know, John Deere, Toyota, and Oh wow. Oh yeah, it's big time. Wow. And Andrew, my my guy, was number one wow. in the country. That's wow. the type of person I want working for me. Right. And right. he's outstanding. My guys that work for me, I can't speak enough about them. Uh-huh. uh-huh. You know, we don't screw around you know, we we get the job done. Uh-huh. It, it's a it's a process. You can't know everything. You got to learn it. You know, the homeowners got to learn it. We got to learn right. it, and then it gets done. Right now, with vacation rentals, I was just training a new inspector yesterday, and we were going from house to house. And she's a new new hiree. And and uh, you know, one thing that I think is important when you're for a vacation rental is I tell the girls that the outside of the house, the backyard. And everything else around the house is another room that they're renting. So you have to make sure that, you know, you go, when you're going outside, uh, tables are clean, barbecues are clean, everything is usable, decks are clean, um, you know, you've got, you, you've got proper sun shading and, and all of those things. Uh, besides in what you do, besides just the house, do you also do the work on the outside of the house, like outdoor living areas and oh, things like that? Yes. You know, uh-huh. they, they, I get involved. Each customer, you know, they want me to handle their landscaper. You know, uh, you let's say the, the homes on the water, you don't want the furniture to blow away. Right. You know, there's <laughs> high winds and you've got to mount everything down. It's It's a big deal. Yeah, you know yeah. it's, it's got to be done right. It's pretty dangerous out there. If you get a you know a projectile going seventy five miles an hour through your pitcher window, you ain't happy. Right, right. Have yeah. you ever run across something like that where you've had damage to a house that you've had? To- I've seen heavy tables blown, you know, from one side of the house to the other. Oh wow! These winds, you know, they can, yeah. you know, the right one it can really take it there. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, um, uh, so tell me about some of the, the things that you do outside there. I, I was reading about these new products, and we were talking about this the other day. I'm seeing these sails that people are putting up now as, like, awnings. Do you get – are your clients into those? Yes. I've, I've been really researching the heck out of that lately, and it's uh, really interesting. Uh-huh. It was developed as – a couple went to Australia in the year 2000, and they saw a bunch of these down there. Yeah. They came back to the States. And they're based in Texas, and they're, they're, they're the granddaddy of it all. Uh-huh. But they're they're mounted on poles or the building, and they're a canvas that provides shade during the summer months here. Right. It's real popular down south. California It's really picking up a lot of steam. Uh-huh. Uh, I've seen smaller versions. There's a house over here by the Sagatuck Center for the Arts, I believe. I or, think so. The alley has. I've been to the alley, and they've had some that are out that are pretty good size that are bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen a couple yeah. smaller ones, but I've seen them on larger scales as well. Right. The infrastructure to hold them up correctly is right. not cheap. Oh, you know, okay. It's not something yeah. you know. You. It's not something you can just order online and just string it up to a tree because that's what it looks like. Yeah, exactly. You know. You know that, when uh, I when I see them, and then and and then I've seen the price on some of them. I'm like. What are they charging for what? Yep. You yep. know, let's sew a couple T-shirts together and yeah, no. <laughs> you know, 
<laughs> but it, it's it's really nice if it, if it's done correctly. Well, if it's not done correctly, it's going to blow away. So yeah. oh, oh right, tear something down. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, you're throwing your money away. You got to do it right. It's got to be you know that a, a, a great footing with the poles and all that stuff uh-huh. to hold it up correctly. Uh-huh. So you're outside and inside of these huge oh, houses there, yeah, Saga Park Douglas yeah. property the solutions. Sprinkler system. The generators are on my iPhone. I know when the generator's on at the house. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Stuff like that. Uh, Paul, you have a website, right? Yes. Well, what is it? Uh, Saugatuck Douglas Property Solutions. Yeah. Uh, Saugatuck Douglas Property Solutions yes. dot com. Yep. Well, that's Absolutely. pretty easy. Yeah. That's pretty easy to remember. Yep. So, you know, if you've got a big house, I know uh, I, I've got friends that have big houses. I don't have a big house. Um, uh, but, uh, uh, but uh, you know, and you're thinking about, you know, you're a part-timer, you're coming back and forth. I know my friend Lori, who lives on the east side of the state, she listens. Hi, Lori. Um, uh, she uh, she has a house up north that she goes to every once in a while, and then she comes back down to her house. So that's the kind of thing that she would want from you if she had a house here. Right. You know, the, the, the people, the, they work very hard. Everyone works pretty hard. You finally go into your vacation home for the weekend, and what are you doing? Right, you're you're chasing down a painter. You're doing. You're cleaning gutters. Back. You're all of it. Oh yeah, putting right. the dock right. in. I'm sure putting the dock. Oh, that too. Well, Jessica Johnson, yeah. her family has a house uh, by Makatawa in that area, and um, she just posted on Facebook that you know that the whole family gets together and they clean out this house. But a lot of your clients might be older. They're retired. Um, uh, and, uh, exactly, you yeah. know, and I'm, I'll say well to do. These are big houses. Yes, they're big houses. And, yeah. and, um, and so they probably don't have all the kids to rake up leaves and well, clean off the driveway. Know, and to vacuum 7,000 square foot home, that's a lot of work. Oh, that's right. You know, it, it yeah. really is. To Just keep to it clean, to keep it, you know, reasonable. Uh-huh. You know, you get a crew in there to clean it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, obviously these homeowners are not ignorant people they know how to run a house themselves Mm -hmm. but there's a lot to it they need help when they leave the houses did they leave any leftovers in the fridge (laughs) i really don't check (laughs) sometimes the rentals do you know and we're like oh look look there's a there's a pepsi in the fridge that's mine (laughs) no i don't you know there's really no surprises these are you know real reasonable people i have never had any problems with with any of them i'm just thrilled it's to hear someone say, I'm finally enjoying my house. Yeah. I'm finally enjoying my time here. Yeah, yeah. And thank you. So yeah. it's, it's kind of nice. Yeah. Well, I, th- I well, think that's a good service. Yeah, I, I think so, too. I think I'm glad I, I'm glad you came on the show. I learned a lot about your business. Yeah. And um, Paul Olsnavage, uh from Saugatuck Douglas Property Solutions. Hey, go check out his website. It's SaugatuckDouglasPropertySolutions.com. Pretty easy. Get a hold of Paul. You got a phone number? It's on the website. It's on the website. Phone number's on the website. Yep. So stalk Paul. He's <laughs> looking for stalkers. And um, and uh, and uh, and uh, great to have you on the show. Hey, thank you for having me. Yeah, that, thanks for coming on. And uh, want to thank you for listening. We're going we're gonna to take a little station identification here, Paul. Um, help yourself to some cake before you leave. Absolutely. I'm um, hungry. Yeah, well, go, go ahead. And, uh, yeah. yeah, it was really good. Uh, that lemon curd is awesome. Um, hey, but don't go away. We're not done. The show's not over yet, folks. It's Happy Sunday Fun Day. We're going to learn about Dark Sky Week. Find out what that's all about. What is it? Dark Sky Week. Do you need a sleep mask? I don't, I don't know. We're going to find out. And uh, we've got Betsy York on. You know, we've had her on the show. She's been a co-host. She's been with the Trails. She's been here with the uh, Saugatuck Douglas Art Club. She's, she's got her hands in everything. She's our next guest. Stay tuned. Grab another cup of coffee. You're listening to Saugatuck on Sunday. Here with Gregory Muncy and C.J. Badrack. 
We're going to take a break and pay our bills. We'll be right back. You know what that means, CJ? Welcome back. You're listening to Saga Tech on Sunday at 4. It means what? Gregory's on the golf course. Why did they say 4, CJ? What's 4? What, what does that mean, 4? Well, F-O-R-E. Correct. It's to watch out. Heads up, although that's probably where the ball is coming. Heads up, I'm going to smack you in the head with a golf ball if My you don't Aaron's look up. My shot is heading towards <laughs> you. <laughs> we started talking about this event. I want to make sure I get all the details in. Um, coming up this Tuesday, April 26th. Uh, to be exact, this, uh, the sky will be filled with golf balls flying. And balls will be flying everywhere. Sounds like fun, doesn't it? No, we're not. <laughs> uh, it, it does sound like a lot of fun. Uh, you don't have to be good golfer to participate. So that counts me in. That's they just want, So you're in, CJ. I heard about your game yesterday. Uh, we won't talk about that. Um, or just be willing to have fun uh, fitting a golf, hitting a golf ball a couple of times. So that means, Kimberly, if you're listening, we're in. We've already got the outfits. Um, uh, we've got our golf outfits already planned. Um, uh, but uh, you'll want to uh, raise money um, for the uh, Beacon of Hope group. Uh, Beacon of Hope. Uh, there's no cost to participate, but we hope that you will sponsor yourself. Um, that you fill out a form um, here on the website, um, and, and that the registration details are at beaconhope.net slash events. Um, you don't need to be a golfer. The overall goal is to raise $45,000. Now, what does the Beacon of Hope do? They provide counseling services to anyone in need. And over the past 20 years, the ministry has continued to offer counseling with no cost charged to the client. So please consider your partnership by giving a donation. Facebook donations go 100% to this organization. Of course, you can go to the 16th annual Golfathon event at Clearbrook. Look that up on Facebook to get more involved. Um, last year, they uh, raised over $44,000 at this event. And, uh, and CJ, I was surprised uh, when we were talking at dinner last night. You didn't know that, Mr. Golfman. That was news to you. What, that there was an outing on Tuesday? Yeah. There's, I think they play a lot of golf there at Clearbrook. Well, yeah, but so this we is, actually saw, but so this we, is golfing with a cause. And, and it fits you because, you, you, you know, you don't have to be a good golfer. <laughs> so I would think that this would be right up your alley. Well, I was golfing yesterday, and there was a outing of three local colleges had a little golf tournament going on at Clearbrook yesterday. Oh, wow. It was Adrian Hope and a third I don't know the name of. Oh, wow. Very they were better very golfers than I was. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, you know what? Um, uh, you know, golfing is, it's just, it's, this is really the time of day to do it. Now, how, how late do you golf until? Till the sun goes down. Till the sun goes down, yeah. right? Till the sun goes down. Now, you can't golf at night, can you? You cannot, but they do have night golfing things where they put a little glow stick in the ball and you hit it and it glows. I don't know that it makes the skies very light, which we're going to move on to. Well, oh, you know, that was my segue, CJ. Uh, yeah, speaking of dark sky, um, we've got, uh, we're, we're going to find out about dark sky. We've got Betsy York. Let's, we're going to give her a big round of applause. Our listeners know Betsy already. They're, they're already friends with Betsy. 
She's been on as a co-host. She's been on behalf of the art, uh, the Saugatuck Douglas Art Club. She's also been on behalf of the uh, Trails Program here. And uh, welcome to the show, Betsy. Well, it's great to be back. And I have actually little tidbits of each of those involvements to share with you. Yes, yes. Well, we, you know, we already shared about the movie. The, the movie's going on here at the Saugatuck Douglas Women's Art Club. Oh, not to be confused. With the women's club, I, I you know all these organizations, I can't I can't put it together. Um, uh, 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 welcome to the show. <laughs> thanks, Greg, and thanks. Art um, club, art club. You know, I would have been out golfing too yesterday. That was a beautiful day. But the Trailmaster Plan Group was meeting, and we came up with a new name called Riverwood Council, who created the Trailmaster Plan for the area. So this is a first public announcement, Riverwood Council. We are brokers for preserving and conserving land. So uh, we'll be talking more about that later. But what is coming up also, since you have mentioned uh, movies, uh-huh. next week is Dark Sky Week. And that means... For your benefit, it's not that we have um, turn off all the lights and can't see where we're going, although that's a good indicator of how much light there is. You're pretty astounded when that happens. But it's more that the light is directed where you need it so that the skies become darker and you can see stars. Yeah. So when yeah. is the last time you saw a big pile of sky that was dark that had stars in it? I know mine was when I went to Bryce Canyon and I laid down on a bench and looked up and, honest to Pete, I was afraid. Yeah, oh, sure. <laughs> it was like so immense. It was so, and the, the guy before you was talking about wanting to live out here in the country. And uh, that's, uh, that's what one of the benefits of uh, being out here away from all the bright lights. But oh. we still have quite a bit. Yeah, that's the one thing I remember when uh, when I had my friends were starting to move out here, and it was before I was here full time. Uh, Mike and Pete had built a house out in Fenville, and and it's you know they're out there in the country off of Sixty Second, um, going out there towards Modales, and and uh, they. Um, you could see the space station. It was the first time I saw the space station. And, and, and Pedro, he was, a, he's a, uh, uh, Marine, ex-Marine. And so he knows everything. And he'd go, Oh, the space station comes around here every so often, you know, and, and you could see it move. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 uh, and maybe, living, yeah. living in Metro Detroit, you don't see anything. No, no, no. And everybody who comes here from the big cities, you know, they will see a few stars, but we're hoping to get it to the place where they see a lot of stars. And that, to me, is good for business. Mm-hmm. The lights, reduce the lights. And let me just tell you, the light pollution or artificial light at night is the excessive or poor use of artificial outdoor light. And so this is uh, three kinds, four kinds of light pollution. And there's glare, which is excessive brightness that causes visual discomfort. Now, that's an interesting thing because people think, well, for safety, i got to put a lot of lights on out there. Okay, well, that can also blind you because the light bulb is shining right in your face and you can't see any danger. But I have to tell you, around here, I've been talking to the police and getting some statistics just to see, well, what, what is the problem? What are, how much crime goes on here? All right. Yeah, okay. So that's a hard one for people from the city, and I include myself to get used to. So right. the biggest crime is uh, related to alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> go figure. <laughs> yeah. go, go figure, yeah. You know, DUIs, uh, bachelorette parties, uh, oh, yeah. you know, it's just uh, mostly with visitors. You know, clearly there's some oppor- crimes of opportunity, but you don't need to have every light on outside to keep away the burglars. They're just 
There just mm -hmm. isn't that much. I remember a while back, and this was with a different council. This is probably 10 years ago or longer. There was talk about adding more lights down here at the end of Butler Street here downtown. But the pullback was the idea that this is a small town, and it creates a small town feel when you don't have Walmart parking lights everywhere lighting up everything. Right, Even though, right. you know, some people say, oh, well, it's safer. I'm walking to my car after I lock this, the shop up or, you know, whatever. Um, but, boy, does it make a difference how a town looks when you have what you're talking about, directed light, light where it's exactly needed yep. rather than just everything lit up. Right. And what So I mean just the environment yeah. whether dark sky or not that just the environment of the town makes a big difference. Yeah. That is an excellent point, Greg. Yeah. Excellent point. Yeah. But when, th there were some of the people on the council like I said that pushed back from that idea. And at first I thought when cuz I you know this is about 15 years ago I thought well well that's odd you'd think they want more light for more safety. But then I started understanding what they meant by that. Yeah. Yeah, so, but now we've got lots of businesses here. Everything depends on business around here. Um, how, how improving our night sky, how is that going to help business? Well, light, um, dark sky uh, is a movement that is drawing people to locations in order to experience, have that dark sky experience. Uh -huh. There's several, um, like up north near the bridge, there's a dark sky park. And there's a dark bridge, the, uh, the Mackinac, Mackinac Bridge. Mackinac Bridge? Yeah. I didn't know that. There's yep, a dark there sky park? Yep, and there's one couple in, uh, there's an excellent resource at the website, you know, darksky.org. Um, uh -huh. So you'll learn more about this if you, uh, we have three events next week, and it starts with a children's book reading at the library on Tuesday, April 26th at 6.30. That's this Tuesday. That's this Tuesday. This is We are in Dark Sky Week. And yeah. these are books that our church members bought to give to the library. And so they're going to have a reading for kids so they can kind of understand what it's about. Here at the Saugatuck Douglas Library. That's right. And what time? That's at 6.30. Oh. I'll give you this. Yeah. And then we have the following night at the library, we have a movie night. So we're going to watch The City Dark, which is a really excellent mo movie that will show you and explain the different types of light pollution, the, the glow, the clutter, the light trespass. Um, I've had people tell me about light uh, from here in Saugatuck that's going right into their bedroom. That's light trespass. When somebody else's light interferes with, on your property, that's uh -huh. light trespass. And the city of Saugatuck doesn't really have lighting ordinances, and they're very aware of it. And I have to give a big shout-out to Russ Gardner, who uh -huh. really has put forth um, the statement that they need to get some lighting ordinances going. And I sure. think this has raised it up a bar, because we went to each of the municipalities, and Douglas and the township passed our proclamation for Dark Sky Week. And I think the city is like going to be right on board right afterwards. But right. Um, the township has the best lighting ordinances, and I was part of a group to help make them better. And, you know, maybe they could all just use it. Um, so we're making progress so, here. The with final... The Hold on, this is the one that I yeah. like. Yeah, oh, okay. this, this is the final one <laughs> to end the week. Um, oh. Chris Clark, who's our best speaker, man, the guy can talk and smile at the same time. It's wonderful. Um, he's going to be at The Guardian Thursday, April 28th at 6.30 p.m., watching, providing a presentation, and um, you can have your beer and watch him present. And what day is that? Beer. That Beer. 
Thursday. Thir- this coming Thursday. This coming Thursday. And that's at Guardian Brewery. Guardian Brewery. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. So. Um, the movie night. That's what I was asking about. Uh, that's Wednesday, April 27th. That's at the Zogatuck Douglas Library as well. That's a free event. Oh, yeah. That's free. With cookies. It's, it's called The City Dark. You know what I would do if I had everybody for movie night for this? What? I wouldn't turn on the projector. <laughs> and I'd wait for somebody to say something. I'd say, well, we're watching it. We're all sitting in the dark. Yeah, there you are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's called The City Dark. It's a search for night on a planet that never sleeps. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. Well, there's interesting. What Chris did is is document the light, uh, how it's grown uh, in this area. Oh, and, really? In the slideshow, you'll see um, that you know there's a little light, and then you know 30 years later, there's a little more light, and then you project. Uh-huh. So the really good thing with this, and by the way... Um, this is something that's good for mental health, I think. Yeah. It helps me, I know. Yeah, sure. Annie was talking about mental health in the area. When you are faced with these huge problems of Ukraine and homelessness and hunger, this is something you can do something about. Uh-huh. You can actually affect something in your life. And it starts by walking around your house at night and seeing, do I really need to leave that light on? Right. A lot of people flick the switch and then forget that it's on, right? and they really don't need it. It takes half a ton of coal to power one light bulb for a year. Yeah, I pass by a house on Center Street. They've got two bulbs on the outside. They're on day and night, day and night. Uh-huh. Absolutely, given there's low crime, given that there's not any need for them to be on in the day, put a timer on it if you really want to do that. I'm not mm-hmm. telling you how to live your life. Just think about it. Right. Just give a look. Right, right. And, and not only that, um, you know, consumers' energy. I don't know about you, but I've noticed my electric bills the last couple of years are just shooting through the roof. And, uh, I mean, you're not only, you know, doing a service by, by helping cut down on light pollution, you're also putting more money in your pocket. You see, this is a really easy concept to get, but, I mean, most people don't jump to that right away, Greg. Uh-huh. You're... Turn off close, the light. Close yep. to genius, Greg. My dad, if he was still around, he would be. He would just. He would. He would love what you're talking about. Really? When I was a kid, I was that kid that would turn on all the lights, flick, 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 and my dad would complain. Oh, you're turning it on. Turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. And and uh, and and he would complain about how I was like that as a kid. I used to flick, 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 turn on all the lights. And I think about him now, you know, about that. And so I am a little bit more um, uh, aware of that. And I'm I'm looking at lights right now that I should probably be turning off. <laughs> <laughs> They've gotten so good with the timers and the apps. And I've got that lamp on over there, and it's, I want to turn it off. Well, I do have a problem. I have a motion sensing light, and I got a squirrel that has figured out where he can get it to turn it on. So, really? Yep. Yep. The, the squirrel knows that he's turning on that oh, light. Oh, I think so, because he comes back just after I go to see who's there. It's nobody. Then he comes back again. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so, so this is a whole week of events going on here for Dark Sky Week, and it's great that our community is is joining in on that. Um, of course, uh, uh, story time this Tuesday at Sagatuck Douglas Library, movie night there at the uh, at the library as well, and then. The Guardian Brewing Company, that's Thursday, again, just so folks know, April 28th, 6.30 p.m. Come have a beer and watch a short presentation. Discuss, learn, and enjoy beverage. Chris Clark.
Clark is a wealth of uh, information. And uh, I think I think that's going to be a, a great uh, thing there. So, you know, this is out of the creation justice team of our church, the United Church of Christ in Douglas, and uh, we're all part of that. And one of the tenets of the church is to protect the environment. So that's why there were 16 people out there yesterday cleaning the highway. And uh-huh. then this is part of one of the things on the banner inside the church says protect the environment. So we said, well, you know, we can talk to ourselves. We can have our own book groups and meetings and stuff, but we need to bring it out to the larger community to see, you know, how we can preserve and and help our planet. So walk around your house, turn off those lights if they're not needed, put them on timers. And our church, in order to be not be hypocritical, we presented a proposal to the council to redo all of our external lights so, oh. that, so that we walk the walk. Yeah. And they unanimously passed it. We're going to be changing the lights on our church. Um, and uh, so they they have a light bulb that actually is on um, on a little bit, and then if it gets triggered, it goes on full blast. I have some of those. Uh-huh. Yeah, those, those so they're nice, getting yeah. really smart. And you don't want to get a big old blue light. You, you want to keep it on the warmer side. There's some technical things. You know, these, I like that, too. When it comes to light, I like that softer golden glow rather than that that cold-looking blue glow. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's not even good for you. There's a whole study about lights and humans and well, colors. They, yeah, oh, I believe that. Yeah. I believe that. Um, but uh, the... Um uh, 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 the LEDs now, when they first came out with them, they were that blue light, but they've made them now uh, with that golden color. Adjust so you can adjust what range. It's amazing what you can do with those. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I was going to ask you, why does the church care? And, of course, the, because the church cares about environment. Yeah, our church does. And, uh, yeah, we the people bought the books for the book read for the kids. They're out mm-hmm. there picking up uh, trash at the beach and on the freeway. And, mm-hmm. and now we're doing this, uh, producing all of this as volunteers to just spread the word. That's all. So, you know, so, you know you, just because it's dark doesn't mean you can't have fun, right? Oh, gosh. Because you can have a lot of fun in the dark, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> dimmed lights, dimmed yeah, lights. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, I, there were some articles in the uh, commercial record. Yeah. Um, who is behind all that? Well, that's, again, our Dark Sky Action Group. Um, again, Chris is also an excellent writer. And um, so he and I'm part of this group, and, and he's, we've been producing these articles to contribute, uh, to, contribute uh, yeah. to the education and knowledge for the last six weeks, I think, uh, culminating. There'll be one more out next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just to warm people up to the idea. Scott and the paper have been really cooperative and, and helped produce that. Uh, so it's just getting people aware. You know, there was this great book read that we had, but this is feeding the information a little bit at a time. And, you know, you don't want to – some people, you know, don't have the money to change their fixtures. Right. So just, you know, wait till they go, or you can get shields sometimes around the lights. You know, the uh-huh. the the Super Dumont's has a big light in their parking lot. Put a, put a light on it. The Southerner has a big light. Put a light around it. Right. Um, Put a shield around it. I shield, mean. right. <laughs> yeah. So there's things that people can do to help that. Now, I just encourage the citizens everywhere, if there is a light coming into your bedroom, go talk to your, your city administrator and say, this is something we'd like to be able to enforce. Mm-hmm. And that will help them um, and put in the budget to make sure that the ordinances get changed and that future building 
the new pot shop beyond the freeway south of there uh, went up. And they had, I don't know what ordinances they were looking at, but all their lights were not in compliance. And oh. the township uh, realized that. We called in about it, and they changed them. Oh, so, good. Um, now you can see it just fine, yeah. but you're not blinded when you drive in the parking lot. What was lot. that, New Standard, that one? No, nope, no, nope, South. Uh, is that Jug, I think it's called. Jug or I don't know. Jars. Jars. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Only I drove How many pot <laughs> shops can they open in this well, town? Well, that's a different speaker. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just like, they keep opening up. I mean, like, they're going to kill each other. Well, the money the city gets makes it enticing. Well, that's it? true. Yeah. That's true. But, and yeah, hopefully right. it's put to good use. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. you know, cities can make money off of casinos, too. But we see how that's done in Detroit. We hope that people will come out for this movie night and or a beer at the Guardian next week. Um, it'll be it'll be fun and interesting. It's a yeah. good group. Uh, uh, Guardian has good food, too, by the way. I don't know if you've, you've eaten there. Um, juicy IPAs. Yeah, to go yeah. For. yeah and right. they've got a good IPA. Yeah, correct. There's two things I just want to mention in addition, if I can. One, thank yeah. you for mentioning the Trailmaster Plan to yes. uh, Annie yeah. um, and, and asking that question, which I think could have been filled out a touch more. Oh, um, okay. But, well, you um, should have been here earlier. <laughs> you could have answered that. <laughs> no, no, you need your legislators behind this. You need uh, private money behind preserving uh, open space and trees and whatnot. Because this kind of this dark sky also ties into the trail master plan, doesn't it? In a way, because it's all about preserving. It's all about uh, environment. It's all about taking care of what you have um, and keeping it this way. Yeah. You know, people long before me, people who've been in this town knew this long ago, and it's in the master plans that uh -huh. they want to preserve the rural character. They know that this environment here is good for business, that oh, people yeah. come here for and it. And it worries a lot of us, especially uh, the last 10 years, the last decade, we've seen uh, uh, expansive growth um, uh, of homes and buildings. And and uh, so it, it is a concern around here with the townspeople, locals, people that have been here for generations um, are worried. They don't want the character to change. We love Saugatuck yeah. and Douglas um, and our, our tri-community area. We love it here, and we don't want things to change. That's why people come here, because they – and we still have people that come today, even though we've seen some changes – and they, I just, I was just talking to some guy that went to school here, and he was back in town. They live in Chicago now. He said this town hasn't changed at all. And he was sitting over at Sandbar. Well, of course, the Sandbar doesn't—that's not changed in fifty years. But, but to hear that from somebody is kind of is refreshing. To, to realize, I mean, living here, we see all the new growth, the new building, we worry. But when you have people that went to school here or were born here and they come back and they still feel like it's pretty much the same. Well, that's good. And that's good for them to keep coming back. And then one day they'll come back and they'll say, wow, what happened? Right. So yeah, where you know, am I? those who live, those of us that live here can try to make sure that that uh, it is not such yeah. a shock sometimes. Yeah, they come in here and it'll all be lit up, and they'll think they're in a Walmart parking lot. <laughs> I want to switch topics, if I may, for a minute. Yes, let's do that. There we, is yeah. something very exciting that's going to happen here with the art club. Oh, excitement! Art club, out. there's oh, excitement. What's we are on? having a, a gallery show of members' work at Capizo Studio on May twentieth, twenty first, and twenty second. What's exciting about this is we have 41 local artists. We have sculptors, painters, fabric artists, all kinds of artists. 40? 41 artists. Wow, that's a lot under one roof. Yeah, and well, for folks that are listening, twenty pieces at good prices. So come on down. For folks that are listening, Capizo Studio is a new studio opened up by uh, Nick. 
um, uh, and and uh, his partner Michelle. And uh, they opened there on Blue Star Highway. Yeah. Um, and I'll probably be back talking more about that, but I yeah. just wanted to put a little. Yeah, I want to get you that. in about that. 41 different artists. And and so that is sponsored by the Sagatuck Douglas Art Club, right? Right. Yep. Wow, you guys are really expanding. I mean, you're you know, getting into give, doing a lot more events and things like that. I give the credit to our new board member, John Thomas. <clears throat> oh, John Thomas. He's, Great person. We talked about him last time you were on the show. Yep. There's his painting on the wall there. Um, that's one of his that's uh, that's one good. of his originals. Yeah, he's really just blossomed now that he's doing more art. He's, he's a, a good great job. painter. Yeah. Have you seen his stuff? I bought his stuff. Yeah, yeah, he's a great oh, painter. Very talented. Good, good. Well, Greg, I'm delighted that you are so well versed in this topic of dark skies and 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 have personal experience with it. It's just really great. I guess my personal experience came from just my personal experience. I mean, I didn't prepare anything. I, I mean, I I knew a little bit about dark sky, but I really wanted you to teach us, you know, about it. And, and yeah, the experience that I have with it is that I just like seeing the sky at night. And I remember the first time coming over here from the Detroit area back when I was a kid, you know, late, late teens, early 20s, and going to Oval Beach at nighttime and looking up and going, wow, because I've never seen anything like that. Yeah, we live um, in a beautiful world. You know, in the city, even at night, even just outside the city where we, where we grew up, CJ, yeah. south of Detroit, it's still, you get that light pollution, it just keeps going on and on from a city. So yeah. you're affected uh, a long range from light pollution. It's called sky glow. Yeah, correct. And it's when a city has so much light. And, you know, there's cities across the world that are putting in different lights over freeways uh-huh. and in parking lots. And all those big industrial places, there's ways of making the lights focus down yeah so so if you, you guys are listening at home turn it off <laughs> turn it off do a Let, check do it, do change it. the world in a switch yeah yeah, yeah. All, all you have to do is switch it's easy to change the world just flip go. a switch <laughs> that's all you got to do to change the world see that that you're right about that you know it it really makes you feel empowered a little bit when it and it doesn't take a lot does it to to help change the world it's a little smile to somebody walking by it's a little turning off the light it's a little you know a little bit of help to this person who needs it but you know that's the great thing about about where we live and and how you can make the world a better place and it helps the animals the nocturnal animals yeah yeah so there you are it's a lot well, of good things. There you have it. Uh, Betsy, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. It's a pleasure being here with you. Yep. Thank you. Yep. And um, I'd and, uh, love to have you back on when we get closer to the, um, uh, the uh, showing there at Capizo. Um, that seems like it's going to be a great show. And, of course, before you go, we've got the – I see the uh, you guys have already applied for our first art fair of the year. Uh, I saw that application in with the city paperwork. Yeah, uh, the July 4th weekend, our uh-huh. invitational uh, art show. It's been going on for a number of years. We've got excellent uh, artists and lots of good booths and lots of wonderful art to buy. And Did you say good booths? Booths. Oh, booths. Okay. I just booths. <laughs> Brings people into town, I think. Uh-huh. And that'll be, you know, mark your calendars. Of course, we'll talk about that as it gets closer. But just, to, you know, if you're planning your vacation or whatever, mark your calendars. That's the weekend of July 4th. And um, is, that, is that two days? Is it Saturday and Sunday? So just down the road here? Just down the road here at Village Park. And it's one day. It's one day only, Saturday. Yeah. And uh, and uh, want to thank you guys. Thank you for coming on the show. And uh, we're gonna have to cut out, CJ. I we're know. we're getting. I didn't get to talk enough. Uh, you think it's dark enough? <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, no, it is dark enough. I didn't get to talk enough. Well, oh, you didn't get to talk well, enough. Well, I, that, I tried that. I, that's that's I, what I was trying to do. You like, wanted to talk more? I did, I, well, maybe I, you'll I, get I, your I, chance I, next week. Stay tuned, everybody. <laughs> next week, we've got Jeff West on from Wickwood and more oh, guests. Yeah. You guys are going to want to tune in next week to Saga Talk on Sunday. I want to wish everybody a happy, fun day Sunday. And enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for listening to Saga Tuck on Sunday. And, uh, and, uh, and have a great week, everybody. We'll see you next week. This is Gregory Muncy. Thank you, CJ Badgerak. Thank you to all of our sponsors, Mill Pond Realty, Charming Saga Tuck Rentals, The Interurban, and, of course, back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop, where I'll be making flowers tomorrow. Come visit me at Back to the Fuchsia. And everybody have a great day here. In Sagatuck. We'll see you next week. Sagatuck on Sunday on the Lakeshores 92.7 The Van.